Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about running a virtual organization. For many, the idea of working from home is new, comes with its own benefits and drawbacks. When you get in your car and transition from home to the office, your mind shifts. You get into work mode. On the drive to work, most people spend their drive time going over their plan and priorities for the day. And by the time they're in their chair with a cup of coffee in hand, they're ready to tackle what the day has in store for them. For some people, the first order of business is a quick 15-minute stand-up face-to-face meeting with the core team to review priorities and issues. Some people use the first hour of the day for focus work and take no interruptions. The office has structure, systems, and processes. If you need something, you pass by a coworker's desk. If you need to call a meeting, the conference room at the end of the hall can solve problems and create a collaborative environment. The face-to-face communication means you can read body language. New people in the organization need particular hand-holding and training. Some new team members get stuck frequently and lack the confidence to ask for help. Left to their own devices, they'll wander off into the weeds for much longer than you'd like. The office environment contributes a lot towards effective communication. A study published by MIT in 2006 showed that the probability of communication in an office setting drops dramatically the further people are apart from each other. By the time people are 160 to 200 feet apart, they don't communicate at all. 160 feet in many offices means just going down the hall or going down one floor in an elevator. Email isn't a solution for this either, because you typically email people you already know, and typically know people that are around you or people you have to know in your organization. And if you know them, you will communicate by email, but if you don't already have a relationship with them, most people won't communicate at all. So here we are in June of 2020, a global pandemic has forced millions of people to work from home. The good news is, you're saving all that commute time twice a day, you're saving gas, you don't have to get dressed up, you can be in comfortable clothing. You can work when you want to. If you want to take the dog for a walk or have lunch with your spouse, you can. You can help the kids with their homework and get back to your work after the kids have gone to bed. You have much more flexibility. But together with that flexibility comes the dark side, and the dark side is full of distractions. The garden that needs to be watered, or that unfinished home improvement project. be really nice to have a deck outside with some sunshade so you can conduct your conference calls from the backyard. Well, before long, you're working till 11 p.m. at night. The workday and the family day get blended together. And after a few weeks, you come to the realization that your life has no structure. You used to be so disciplined. What happened? By four in the afternoon, you realize you haven't spoken with a team member for two days and they're probably completely lost. They've wasted a lot of time and it's your fault because they're looking to you for leadership. What I've discovered is that no matter where you work, the systems and processes for managing your day should remain the same. But if you're working outside the office, you need an extra layer of discipline. That means creating streamlined connections with people. You need to create and maintain structures that work means starting your day consistently and ending your day consistently. If you have zero commute time, then create a virtual commute. This is a ritual task that marks the start and end of your day. It might be as simple as closing the door to your office. Even before the outbreak, most of my teams have been thousands of miles from me. Conference calls, video conferences, and screen sharing have been the norm for me for more than 20 years. My team were always on different time zones. They were either in France or India or California. It really didn't matter. And when I hold a training meeting, I screen share and I save the screen recording. Now you've got a training video. 
Within our core team, we use a walkie-talkie application called Voxer. It's a very simple push-to-talk system. There's quite a few out there, but we use Voxer. Just pick the one you like. There's no time wasted calling someone on the phone, waiting for it to ring, waiting for them not to answer, and then waiting through their voicemail greeting finally to leave them a message. Sometimes we can hold an entire conversation over the span of a few hours just by messaging back and forth using Voxer. It's a private connection, faster than sending a text message. You can even perform group chats using the same software. The key is to treat your team as if they're with you all the time, the same as when you're in the office. As you think about that, embrace the virtual work environment. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.